Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Friday, February 18th, 2022. Humans seem to have always had a fascination with the idea of ghosts. I mean, even in the Gospels, we will see the apostles as they encounter Jesus walking across the water say, it's a ghost, Uh, right? We've had this in our imagination for a long time, but also ghosts has kind of also become used as a metaphor to even refer sometimes to things in our past or things in the background. Uh, And today we are going to see someone who had some ghosts in his past and those ghosts from the past seem to come back to haunt him. And that's where some of you, you might have some things in the past that you still dread, that still bother you. And we're going to see, well, an example of the wrong way to deal with that. But also it will remind us of the hope that all Christians can have, even uh, as we look back with sadness or fear over things in our past. And we're going to see that in our New Testament reading today, Matthew 14, 1 through 12, Mark 6, 14 through 30, and Luke 9, 7 through 10. And we'll focus here on Mark 6 uh, as these tell the story really of the death of John the Baptist. And the character we're going to look at today is King Herod. Uh, Let's look at it. It says, King Herod heard of it. What's it? Well, he heard of Jesus doing miracles, casting out demons, for Jesus's name had become known. Some said, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. This is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. But others said, he is Elijah. And others said, he is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. So Herod is haunted by a sin in his past. The sin of having John the Baptist beheaded. And then the rest of this passage really gives us a flashback, so to speak, of how that went down. And we'll see, we get even more into the guilty conscience that is haunting King Herod. For it was Herod who had sent and seized John and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because he had married her. So there we we see... uh, Herod was the one responsible for arresting John the Baptist in the first place because John the Baptist was calling him out for his sin, taking his brother's wife. And John the Baptist is speaking against that, so Herod tries to shut him up and put him in prison because John had been saying, verse 18, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. And Herodias had a grudge against him and wanted to put him to death but she could not. So this woman who's now with Herod, she doesn't like it either, and she wants to just kill this guy. And she can't because Herod feared John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and he kept him safe. And when he heard him, he was greatly perplexed, yet he heard him gladly. So there you see King Herod. His conscience is bothered by the preaching of John the Baptist. He throws him in jail. Yet at the same time he's caught, he doesn't want to kill him because he knows there's some truth to what John the Baptist is saying, but unfortunately he also does not want to 
give up his sin. He wants to continue in it, right? He's perplexed and he hears him gladly, but he doesn't turn away from his sin. And this all ends up in this uh, birthday banquet um, for King Herod, where the daughter of Herodias comes in and dances in a way that pleases Herod and all the guests. And so he makes a foolish promise and her mother Herodias seizes the moment and says, I want the head of John the Baptist on a platter. Uh, And the king was exceedingly sorry, right? So now he's caught because he likes John the Baptist, but now he's been caught kind of with his commitment uh, to uh, making this extravagant promise to this young dancer. And so he gives in and John the Baptist is beheaded. So we see kind of this guilty conscience of King Herod, how one, he shouldn't have done what he did by taking his brother's wife. Two, he shouldn't have done what he did by putting Herod in jail. Three, he continually doesn't repent with King Herod. And then four, he gives in to the peer pressure. He gives in to the the pressure of the situation and he has Herod be, or he has John the Baptist beheaded. And now all of that guilt from all of those things from his guilty conscience is coming back to him. Now that Jesus is doing his ministry, Herod is afraid that, uh, you know, his sins are coming back now to haunt him. And and that's where you might not be able to relate to King Herod. You might not be able to relate to throwing John the Baptist in prison or having him or anyone beheaded for that matter. But you can relate on things from your past that your conscience is still guilty about coming back to haunt you. Uh, That is something some of you may be able to relate to. Well, what we see here in King Herod is uh, a bad example of what to do when your guilty conscience is haunting you. And basically, the, the thing that he doesn't do is he doesn't repent. He doesn't actually turn from his sin. He doesn't turn from his sin when John the Baptist warns him. And now that Jesus is on the scene and his conscience is bugging him and he's even convinced it's the ghost of John the Baptist or John the Baptist resurrected, he still does not repent. Do you want to know how to, you know, shoo away the ghosts of a guilty conscience? It's through repentance because through repentance, we find mercy We find grace in God. And it's a shame that the very one who could forgive Herod's sin, the only one who could bring healing to his guilty conscience, is the one that Herod confuses for a resurrected John the Baptist. So what about you today? Are you haunted by guilt over things in your past? Well, the first question to ask is, have you repented? Have you actually turned away from those sins? Because there are a lot of people today that are still like King Herod. They'll come to church. They'll hear. They're perplexed. They actually like a lot of what they hear from the Bible or from church. But when it comes to giving up that sin, eh, I can't quite let it go. And and even they might make other external improvements or, or do these different things. But no, I will not give up that sin. If that is you today... No, that's never going to work. The the step towards getting rid of that guilty conscience is turning from that sin and finding mercy, finding grace in Jesus Christ. 
And, and now if you're listening to this and you're saying, well, I'm haunted by these sins of my past, but I have repented. I have turned to Christ. Well, then what I want to encourage you to do is to continue to look to Christ. Look to Christ um, as the one who has forgiven your sin. No, yes, you, you may still look back with shame and even horror on the sins of your past, but sing to yourself our sins. They are many. His mercy is more. Remind yourself of the truth of the gospel. Remind yourself of the forgiveness that is found in Jesus Christ. And let that ease the guilty conscience or the shame that you might have. But what we see here in King Herod is ultimately one who never decided to repent, never actually turned away from his sin. And if that is you today, don't make the same mistake as King Herod. Put your trust in the one that can set you free from guilt and shame, and that is Jesus Christ. Turn from your sin and find grace in him. Uh, There's a lot that we can learn from that little story, that little flashback of King Herod and the death of John the Baptist. Let's move on to the Old Testament now, where today we read Exodus 36 through 38. And we'll get through this quickly, because now we're basically seeing the execution of a lot of what has already been planned. And we'll kind of sum that up tomorrow, but today I just want you to start seeing what a beautiful thing this is. As people give um, what is needed for the tabernacle, we see then the people that are gifted making the things for the tabernacle and uh, doing it all according to the plan that God had given. And, uh, you know, we see even the list of all the things that were given. Just start noting today that when God's people come together to do what God has told them to do, it will end up being a beautiful thing. And we'll get a sense of that even more as we wrap up the book of Exodus tomorrow. But today, let's praise the Savior who can set us free from just being haunted by a guilty conscience, the Savior that we can look to who lived and died and rose again for us. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.